Welcome to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. My name is Marcus Cole. Now, before we begin today's show, I want to remind you that once you've had a chance to check out our program, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcast. That helps you stay up to date on all the latest content from us and helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. On the phone with us today is Tara Dodd with University Hospital Samaritan Medical Center. Tara, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, Tara, um, had a, she had a wonderful article that was published a couple of weeks ago. Uh, title of the article was How Your Brain Reorganizes Itself While You Sleep. And I saw it on Twitter and I thought, wow, um, never would have thought of it in those terms, and I thought it would be a wonderful subject uh, to talk about here on the podcast. Now, Tara, before we dive into the subject, why don't you go ahead and give our audience just a brief background about you and your experience and qualifications. Okay. um, I have been a registered respiratory therapist for about 10 years, and five years ago, I thought I would try a different path and start into um, sleep medicine. So I'm also a registered sleep technologist, and I really enjoy, I enjoy to sleep, but I also enjoy learning sleep. So then I went into um, sleep education. So I kind of dabble in a little bit of everything there. And I've worked at um, Samaritan Hospital for a little over a year, and my plans there are to go into their sleep lab and kind of be the um, lead tech on day shift there so wonderful um you know i've always thought that sleep was such an uh, an area that our athletes didn't focus enough on and, and and an area that could give them such a huge advantage over their competition because i don't think they honestly think about sleep in the terms of how how much it can help their development how it can improve their uh, physical abilities and just make them feel better um why don't we go ahead and, and go right into, you know, how the brain reorganizes itself while you sleep. Tell us a little bit about what happens while you sleep in regards to a youth soccer player. Okay, well, you know, with sleep, sometimes people will say, I just can't shut off my brain. But with sleep, your brain never shuts off. Your brain is busy doing a lot of things while you sleep. Um, So firstly, we go through these different stages of sleep. It starts off with a stage one, which is a very light stage of sleep. And this is just kind of preparing your body for rest. Your stage two is a little deeper stage of sleep. And this is where you're going to spend a lot of your time. Now, if you are not sleeping well and not getting this stage of sleep, your brain is not going to be able to take all the information that you learn throughout the day and organize it. So basically, in this stage of sleep, your brain is taking, you know, um, a new position you're learning in your sport or a new play that the coach has taught you. It's taking that information you learned during that day and storing it. Now, if you miss out on this, you're probably going to have a hard time remembering that position or what to do or the play that the coach just taught you. So it's going to take you a little more time to um, get that down if you don't get adequate sleep. And then we go into stage three. 
which is a deeper stage of sleep. And this stage is so important, um, especially for your athletes. So during this stage of sleep, a growth hormone is released. And yes, a growth hormone is going to help you grow, but it also helps you heal. So it's helping your muscles heal. It's if you, you just had a big race or you had a big soccer game, your muscles are sore, they're fatigued. In this stage of sleep, the muscles are going to get the rest they need. That growth hormone goes in and it's going to um, heal that muscle. Also, it's going to prepare that muscle so that you don't get um, future injuries. So if you're missing out on this stage of sleep because you're not sleeping well, you're going to be more prone to injuries. Um, You're not going to heal as fast as you typically would if you get good, adequate sleep. And then we go into our really deep sleep, that REM sleep that everybody is really familiar with, your dream sleep, as as people like to say. Um, This is so important because your body gets rested. I mean, this, this stage of sleep, the, the body basically becomes paralyzed because the brain tells the muscles not to move. So this is where they're going to, they're going to get a lot of rest here too. Um, And then your brain is doing all kinds of things. It's, it's cleaning up messes in your brain. It's getting rid of toxins and waste that you don't want in your brain. And just kind of still working on organizing information that um, you find important and getting rid of information that you no longer need. It's amazing. Uh, it's just amazing the just the great benefits uh, that sleep have. Um, you know, I, I during this time now here in West Virginia, we just recently returned to uh, return to play here in the state, and so teams and clubs are starting to get back at it. So we have our athletes that have been sitting for the most part idle for the last few months. I mean, they've been doing stuff right. via Zoom trainings, and they've do, been doing stuff out in the backyard and things along that lines. But it's not necessarily uh, a team environment now that they're experiencing. Um, and of course, you know, with that, you've got kids that have had weird sleep schedules, not going to bed until late, spending uh, enormous amounts of time on social media, on their phone, watching Netflix, um, right. and things along that lines. What are some things that they can do to get themselves back in the groove, back in the uh, uh, position of being better rested? Well, most importantly is putting down the devices. That is so hard for our society today. Mm -hmm. I mean, adults too, but we want to be on our phones. Um, We have our phones right by our bedside. You know, you get a notification and once you look right at your phone, it wakes you up. So most importantly, I tell um, patients and, you know, friends and family to keep the phone on silent. Make sure your room is very dark and quiet and make sure that they start going to bed at, you know, at the same time every night. I mean, it doesn't have to be super duper early, but, you know, 9, 10 p.m., start to make yourself go to bed at that time and wake up at the same time every day to get yourself in that routine. Um, and also just making sure that you you stay active. I know it's really hard with, with everything that's going on, but... Being active is going to increase all these really great hormones that are in the brain um, that boost your mood, your motivation. And so if you're just kind of laying around and not doing much, you're missing out on those great hormones that your body naturally makes. And so we can get these kids moving throughout the day. Not only are they going to be happier, more active, but they're going to sleep a lot better 
talk to us a little bit. You mentioned about the uh, the uh, having cell phones and things along that lines. Talk to us a little bit about blue light. I hear so much about that, and uh, talk to us about blue light. So um, with lighting, so you'll have you'll have people sleep with a TV on, and they'll say it's the only thing that puts me to sleep. And I say no, it's actually disturbing your sleep because yes, your eyes are closed, but you you have this little it's a um, penile gland in your in your brain and it can actually see light it's kind of like your third eye they like to say so basically your eyes can see light even when your eyes are closed so that tv blinks you know the lighting changes when the commercial changes or something like that your your brain wakes up because it sees that light even though you think you're asleep Um, and so same thing with your, your your cell phone you're staring at that that cell phone right before bed, it has activated so many things in your brain that's making your brain very active. When this is the time, it should be slowing down and preparing for rest. So it's very important to keep those devices turned off. And, you know, if you, if you're experiencing, uh, well, I, I guess the fact of the matter is people, when you're trying to get back into your routine, I mean, what kind of grace period and I know everybody's different but what kind of grace period would you give young athletes of trying to get back into routine of how long it kind of takes to because I mean if you're going to bed two three o'clock in the morning it's a lot to ask to go you know get in bed by 11 o'clock because you have a morning training at seven or eight a.m. right what kind of grace period would you give would you say to 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 these young athletes of you know, don't worry about it. It's going to take a little bit for you to get back into it. But what would you say? I would say about a week, you know, your first couple of days, you're going to wake up at, you know, six in the morning to go for your training. And you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, I can't even get out of bed. But you continue to do that for a few days, it's going to get easier and it's going to get easier. So I say about a week, they're going to be back to normal. And it's just going to be a normal thing for them to get up at that time and feel energized and not fatigued. Right. Um, now, if we have athletes out there um, that are experiencing sleep issues, um, what are some things that, you know, maybe some warning signs that there may be some outlying issues in regards to their sleep patterns? Well, a lot of times with athletes, so one of the hormones that your body, you know, regulates is the stress hormone. And so actually, when you are sleeping around midnight, the stress hormone starts to increase to prepare the body to be active during the day. And with athletes, they have so much adrenaline because they're, they're, they're running down the field or they're trying to get that play and the adrenaline's pumping, which in turn increases their stress hormone. And so when throughout the day, the stress hormone is supposed to drop down when actually with them, it's increasing because their adrenaline is just pumping throughout that day with whatever sport they're playing Mm -hmm. that, um, at nighttime their stress hormone is still kind of high and so that kind of can interrupt sleep a little bit because that stress hormone needs to go down to a low in order to kind of work its way back up so that is an issue with some of our athletes because of that stress hormone and so what they need to do for that is just make sure that they're eating a balanced diet because you want if you are not eating carbohydrates and you're increasing your stress hormone the body is going to um, try to regulate that by keeping the blood sugar normal 
So it's going to give you more of the stress hormone in order to keep the blood sugar normal. So making sure they keep a, a healthy diet, not, not trying not to eat because they don't want to gain weight or they think carbohydrates are bad. Um, a very active athlete needs carbohydrates and it's very important, not for, you know, for their health and for that stress hormone. Um, some other things would be, you know, the, the body jerks because their muscles are so fatigued that when they try to go to sleep, their, their legs are kind of twitching or their arms are twitching. And what that is telling is that they need more rest. So try to go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, you know, try to stay on that schedule even on the weekends, even though that is hard because weekends, you know, athletes, students, they're very active. So I'm making right. sure to stay in that, that same rhythm. I know that you're talking about rhythm in, in, in your sleep and stuff. Where does, uh, where does naps fit in? Um, naps are good. I mean, naps can kind of help you reset. So actually they did some research with um, athletes and found that athletes who took a, a little snooze before a game, they, they did better than someone who didn't because they were able to kind of reset they were able to get that. They're not getting that deep stage of sleep during their short nap, but they are getting that stage two that I talked about where the brain starts to kind of um, move information to where it needs to go. So before they laid down for their nap, they probably thought, all right, I have to prepare myself for this game. So the brain starts to do that for them. It starts to think about different plays they're going to do throughout the, the game or um, kind of the position they're going to play. So naps are, naps are very good for athletes. I mean, I wouldn't say like a three-hour nap, but just something quick, like a 20-minute nap before that, a game. That's what I was going to ask you. What kind of duration of a nap are you talking about? And what type of conditions uh, should, should they be in for a nap? Same thing. You want a quiet room. Um, but, yes, 20 minutes is, is a really good, good nap for just a quick. I mean, you don't want to overdo it because then you're not going to sleep well at night. Uh, we have this chemical in our brain that starts to increase as soon as we wake up. That chemical is called adenosine. And as that chemical increases, we start to um, get fatigued. So you'll notice like around 3 p.m., you start to get kind of tired and maybe you're not making like the best decisions or your reaction time is a little bit slower. Um, because of that, a nap is really good because you take that nap, it's going to decrease that chemical down a little bit, that adenosine. And then you're not going to have as much built up and you're going to be more energized for your, your game. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody's experiencing issues with sleep um, and when would you, when would you tell them that they might need to seek a professional uh, at what point do they get to that they might need to seek professional help in regards to their sleep? I would say frequent wakings during the night. So, I mean, it's, it is normal to wake up here and there throughout the night. Um, not a lot, but maybe you woke up, you know, you heard something or maybe you have to go to the restroom. That is normal. It is not normal to wake up repeatedly throughout the night. When you do that, you're interrupting your sleep. So something's going on, whether it's, um, it's called sleep apnea. You stop breathing throughout the night or um, maybe you start kicking your legs around. Something is happening that needs checked out. And some of the symptoms that these people would have are just extreme fatigue, extreme daytime fatigue, no matter if you took that 20-minute nap. Um, headaches, morning headaches, which actually for an athlete, morning headaches may be dehydration as well. 
So making sure they drink a lot of water would help the headache. Um, Increased blood pressure. I know athletes get that. They get their vitals checked quite often. So making sure you keep up to date with your blood pressure and seeing what that is. Um, And just really just being extremely fatigued. There's definitely something going on that needs looked at. Now, Tara, before we wrap things up here on the podcast, if you could just give one piece of sleep advice to our young soccer players out there, what would that one piece of advice be? My one piece of advice would be to sleep. I know it just, I love it so much because, you know, when you're young, you want to stay up as late as you can. You want to get all the things done but you're actually hurting yourself and you're not going to get the benefit out of all those great things that you're trying to do because you're not sleeping. So best advice because I didn't do it as a teenager or as a college student is to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's great advice. Like I said before, at the start of the podcast, I don't think enough of our athletes uh, take that as seriously as probably they should and and, in a great way to improve their performance out there on the field. Yes, absolutely. Well, Tara, thank you so much for coming on our program today to uh, talk about this. And like I said, it was a very interesting article and and, uh, lots of wonderful uh, information for our young athletes and also our parents that are listening to the podcast that hopefully they'll be able to talk to their players about. We certainly appreciate you coming on our program. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. Now that you've heard our show, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode, so we hope to see you next week. Take care.